Healthy Lifestyle Center podcast. Welcome to the premiere episode of Habits, a podcast hosted by the Ball State University Healthy Lifestyle Center, made possible by the generous support of the Indiana State Department of Health, dedicated and coordinated by students and faculty in the College of Health at Ball State University. I'm your host, Barbie Butler. In this trailer episode, we will be discussing what Habits is about, why it was created, and meet some of the key players in its inception. Today we have with us Dr. Christina Dahl and Dr. Kristen Trainer. Dr. Dahl is an Associate Professor of Health Education and Promotion at Ball State and serves as the podcast director. Dr. Trainer is an Assistant Professor of Social Work and Director of Ball State's Healthy Lifestyle Center. Welcome to you both. Hello. Hello. Dr. Dahl, as the podcast director, let's hear a bit about you, your background, and what you're looking forward to most with Habits. Yeah, so I am very excited to be here, um, and thank you, thank you, Barbie, for the brief introduction. Uh, so I, as was mentioned, uh, I'm an associate professor of health education and promotion in the College of Health at Ball State. I've been here since 2016, which feels like a really long time ago, but I guess isn't that horribly long. Uh, I... I uh, received my PhD from Purdue University just down the road in 2013. I'm actually an Indiana girl. I come from a really small town just outside of West Lafayette, the kind of small town where people drive their tractors and park them at the local high school every morning. So it's it's definitely a very similar feel to lots of the communities here in East Central Indiana. Uh, but I got my PhD at Purdue in 2013. I went away for a few years. Uh, University of Wisconsin and taught in their corporate and health communication department at the University of Wisconsin Whitewater and then made the decision to come back to Indiana at that time my mom was ill and I needed to do some caregiving and so Ball State was was a great place for me to to find a home you know I was I was thinking about what brings me to think about health is such an important topic area and one that you know captures my professional and personal interests too and I think it started way back when I was getting my undergrad at Purdue um, my senior year, I had been working on a project in a public relations class, my undergrad degrees in advertising, and uh, they had asked us to do some work with the local health department. And the project was mostly focused on childhood obesity in the Hispanic American population. And they had sent us out with the local health department and said, create a program and work with the health department, see what their needs are. And the health department and working with the students, um, I'm a Spanish minor, and they said, oh, you speak Spanish. so." why don't you take some of our brochures and materials for Hispanic Americans on this obesity epidemic and fit them for that culture? And I was absolutely excited about that work, but their idea of that meant just changing all the written content to Spanish content, and that was it. So I remember walking into Hispanic churches in the Lafayette community and passing out these brochures, and people saw pictures of people on the front who didn't look like them. And the content and the messaging was definitely not fit to that culture. It was very much focused on a traditional American diet and statistics relative to that population. And even at the undergrad level, I thought, wow, there has got to be a better way to talk to people about health problems in different cultural backgrounds that doesn't just assume that all you have to do is change the, the actual language. And so that's really what began my interest in health communication. So I went to University of Illinois for two years and studied health comm and got my master's in that and then was focused on health communication um, with one of the country's foremost scholars of health comm at the time. His name was Dr. Dutta. Um, and I got the chance to actually work on my education in the same community where I grew up, which was pretty phenomenal. So 
I started thinking about food insecurity as a problem during my PhD too. That's really where my research home lies. And so uh, most of my work currently focuses on school-based food pantries and what we can do to make sure kids get access to healthy food um, within you know schools, which is, is a really important personal interest of mine too. So, so that's sort of a little bit about me and what, what brings me to Ball State and my position. Um, Dr. Trainer, I think we'll turn the floor over to you if you wanna talk a little bit about who you are. Sure, absolutely. Well, thank you all for being here with us on our first podcast of the series. And I would just like to share a little bit kind of about, about myself as we move through. So I joined Ball State University in the fall of 2019. So uh, right before we got to experience the pandemic. And I'm currently an assistant professor of social work and that is within our College of Health at Ball State. However, prior to that, I worked as a medical social worker and I also worked in private practice as a clinical social worker. So similar to um, Christina, I also am from Indiana. My education has all been from Indiana uh, institutions. I went to Butler for my undergrad and for my master's and for my PhD, I went to Indiana University. And so um, again, and I really am passionate about our community here in East Central Indiana and really looking at the different health outcomes for individuals within our community. When I worked in the hospitals and worked in private practice, a lot of what my focus was, was working with individuals with complex medical, medical concerns, with challenges that they may be facing. And as a social worker, part of my job was to meet with individuals and identify what are some areas of strength and what are some areas of growth that we can work toward to help improve you know, health outcomes for the individual, for their family. And so when I joined Ball State, it was really important for me to still be able to complete clinical work and being able to be within the community, striving to identify those different health outcomes and supports. And so with that, I was able to join the Healthy Lifestyle Center, which is located in the College of Health. And it was started um, in large part by Dr. Lenny Kaminsky. And by being able to be a part of the HLC, this really has allowed me to continue to work in the healthcare field while also providing support to future community healthcare workers. So when we think about healthcare, healthcare is more than just about eating right or exercising. It's multidimensional. And we're excited to explore the really many facets that can help improve health outcomes and provide ongoing and creative support. And so this podcast is especially exciting, exciting as we're able to offer new um, avenues for individuals to reach different health information, but also for community members to learn about community partnerships and resources and build connections. And really looking at this from many different disciplines coming together for a common goal and support. Thanks, Dr. Trader, for that great introduction to a little bit about who you are and a little bit about the HLC. I think we are across the entire College of Health at Ball State really excited to have the chance to do this kind of outreach work and really um, show the great connections we have between the faculty expertise in our departments uh, and all the, the health problems that are really facing citizens in East Central Indiana. Well, you know, as podcast director uh, and working closely with Barbie, you all are going to be hearing a lot of Barbie's voice throughout our podcast series. Uh, she's going to be directing many of the interviews with our respondents. And so I think it makes sense, too, apart from, from getting to know Dr. Trainer and I, to also get to know a little bit more about Barbie. So, Barbie, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and, and why you're excited to work with the podcast? 
Thanks, Dr. Dahl. I was selected for this project, I think, based in large part of my background in operations and especially production. Uh, I was born in Michigan, but I grew up in Indiana. I came to Ball State in 2008 and graduated in 2012 with my BA in telecommunications with a concentration on broadcast and production. Uh, after the pandemic, I chose to go back to school for my master's, and I'm currently in Ball State's Emerging Media and Design Development, or EMDD, program. And that sounds really fancy and complicated, but it's really just storytelling meets art meets problem solving. I stumbled upon the Healthy Lifestyle Center looking for someone to create and manage content. Um, my first impression was that it was a part of all state, it was health related, and it was looking to help the community. And to me, that just sounded so much better and more interesting than going in somewhere with like advertising or product design, which is where a lot of us creatives end up. Um, to me, the human-centric aspect was appealing, so I applied. Um, I also kind of wanted to give myself a reason to be more health conscious and being directly related to something in it I thought would do that. Um, and well, now here we are. <laughs> so I'm glad to be on the ground level of this as we continue to create it. It lets me utilize my skills and be a part of something just a bit more meaningful and really help a community that to me has helped me since I came here just as a baby freshman. And I'm excited to see where it goes. So now you know a little bit about us, let's talk a little bit about the Healthy Lifestyle Center at Ball State. Dr. Trainer, as the HLC director, could you tell us a bit more about HLC at BSU, like when it began, what its purpose is, and what people can expect moving forward as new content emerges? You, absolutely. So the HLC or the Healthy Lifestyle Center, you may hear us refer to it um, as either of those titles. It is a community-based resource center and it's really focused on improving the health and well-being of individuals within our community. We focus on providing information and consultation and support for individuals that are seeking to make some changes or looking to adapt different healthy behaviors. So some of the service lines that we include and in practice methods is that we meet with individuals related to nutrition, physical activity, uh, behavior change. So trying to figure out how do I change a behavior? What are those steps and providing that support? We also provide medical education and services like blood pressure checks, checking your A1C, and even sleep studies. We also use substance use screening. So we don't provide substance use treatment, but we provide supports and screening services to help individuals if they have concerns for substance use and we can help them get connected with community resources. We also have an opportunity to help individuals who might be navigating some socioeconomic challenges. And one thing that I wanna stress is that our uh, different providers work together. So maybe you're originally coming in because you have some concerns for um, you know, healthy eating, what are some healthy eating habits, but you've identified that maybe there's some other challenges as well. We come together as a group to really try to offer comprehensive services. All of our services are free. You don't need to have insurance. We do not charge for anything within the HLC. So we offer platforms through workshops and programs like our diabetes prevention program. We work with the individual to support uh, in support of their care um, 
alongside their healthcare provider. So some individuals come to us because they their doctor informed them that they are pre-diabetic, and so they want to come and talk and figure out what are some ways I can do, uh, some items that I can do to help improve my health so that it doesn't proceed into diabetes. Our goal is really to work with the individual and identifying the goals that they have. The focus of the HLC is a teaching center, so it allows the graduate level students to grow in their field while also providing free services to East Central Indiana. So we're really proud those students hail from the College of Health within social work, nutrition and dietetics, and behavior change. All of our students receive supervision and are supported by their home program directors, um, including Dr. Jay Kandaya from Nutrition and Dietetics, Dr. Lindsay Blom from Sport and Exercise Psychology, and myself from Social Work. We'll be having nursing students join in within the HLC, and that uh, program and those students are going to be directly also supervised by Dr. Carrie Osborne. We also, which is pretty exciting, partner with the Indiana University School of Medicine Muncie campus, and Dr. Lynn Witte supports the medical students within the HLC. They are a valuable asset to the interprofessional nature of the HLC. The HLC could not be possible without the support of the College of Health from Ball, at Ball State University. The Ball Brothers Foundation has very much helped us as we have gotten off the ground these last few years. AEP and, and of course the Indiana State Department of Health that has really helped um, make this podcast possible. So I definitely am proud to be in the community and are excited for the opportunity to meet more community members. I would like to share you being able to share more about the HLC and just get the word out that we're here, we're in the community, we are available to the HLC. It's located actually on the first floor of the College of Health building on Ball State's campus and we have our own entrance from the university building and so we are housed within um, our different interprofessional uh, centers within the College of Health. We are on the MITS bus line as well. So that's just a little bit about, about the HLC in a nutshell. It's interesting that you talked about those behavioral changes and you mentioned habits, which I don't actually know if that was intentional, but um, when I was first tasked with coming up with the name for this podcast, I kept going back to the word habits because to me, someone who isn't a health professional and doesn't have a large association with the health community, at least prior to this, uh, health is about habits. It's about creating good habits for well-being or trying to change your habits to better your health. Habits was a word that was just, it quite quickly and easily encompassed the mission of the HLC and what it was looking to promote. So I thought it fit really well. Absolutely. It's not just a simple, uh, I want to make a change, so I'm going to do it. There's lots of other steps involved. One of Ball State's central missions as a university is to really find a way to connect the expertise that comes forward in a place like this with both faculty and students with the community problems that are necessary of address. And the HLC is the perfect example of a way that we can take what's at Ball State, what people know, what we've studied, these really current research agendas for, from our phenomenal faculty and pair it with really impactful methods of addressing some of these, these big issues. So it, it's a phenomenal resource. It's clear the HLC is an important resource for East Central Indiana. Um, but the HLC has actually been serving the community for quite a few years now. So with that, Dr. Dahl, can you tell us why now? Why a podcast? What are we hoping this will do to better serve the community needs? 
Uh, so a podcast isn't something you can do without the gracious uh, support of some funding. And so we needed some funding for um, not just promotion of the podcast, but also some of the equipment and other pieces that go into putting something like this together. And so so Dr. Trainer um, put together some, some effort, some collaborative effort from faculty uh, across the college, um, other faculty, um, apart from just Dr. Trainer and I, to think about what we could do to garner some funding for, for a program like this. And uh, we, Dr. Trainer ended up looking towards the Indiana State Department of Health and a specific grant line that they had available to really bolster the, the community health worker training uh, force within this particular region of Indiana. Um, that actual funding comes forward from an initiative from President Biden that really stemmed from the COVID pandemic. And we of course saw a real strain on our community health system uh, as we were trying to tackle the increasing demands of, of coping with the pandemic. And President Biden put forward some funding which got passed down to the states to really bolster the national response of community health workers in times of crisis and also you know, in times of, of no crisis either. And so the Indiana State Department of Health put forward this call uh, with an interest in uh, developing a greater interest for community health across the state of Indiana. And uh, Dr. Trader organized some of these efforts uh, with an application for a particular program here at Ball State that's really meant to develop the professional training uh, of, of individuals in the local East Central Indiana region as well as students here at Ball State uh, in the context of community health and also help us serve as a health information development resource for other community organizations. And so uh, this phenomenal grant, of course, went forward and was approved by the Indiana State Department of Health to really see Ball State and the HLC as an entity that can help to develop that workforce and to help in distributing health information um, when needed. So the, the ISCH is a really important partner with us. Uh, I should also mention really quickly that it's not just Dr. Trainer and I working on the grant. We do have a team of other faculty uh, who are contributing. Um, we have, of course, Adrian Newman, who is faculty uh, in social work, who is directing some of the social work efforts. Um, as you'll hear about later in the podcast, some of our train the trainer work is coming forward from um, from Adrian's great expertise in that area. We also have. Uh, other graduate students who are working on the project. We have a team of undergraduates who are also contributing their efforts on the podcast and other pieces of the grant. And so uh, you'll likely hear their voices at some point across the semester relative to some of the, the topics where they have expertise. Uh, I just wanted to mention too, you know, Barbie and I, this isn't a new effort. Barbie and I have been working, gosh, since October, October of, of this past year on putting all the pieces of this podcast together. Um, we worked with a vision for the podcast, a general structure for episodes. We brainstormed what we think to be some some cool, exciting ideas for the, the podcast. Um, we're, we're hoping that it will feature not just the expertise of our BSU faculty, but you'll hear voices of community organizers, community leaders. And we also hope, too, the actual voices of some community members, too, who are, who are connected to the topics that we'll discuss. Um, so for us, if we're going to talk about a topic like quitting smoking, uh, we might include some faculty on campus who have some research expertise on how to engage with that kind of behavior change. Uh, we might invite some professionals and community organizers who provide resources to those who need to quit and ask them for their expertise. Um, we might also chat with someone who's trying to quit and try to learn about the difficulties in that process and what we can do to, to better help those around us. So. For us, it's all about sharing insights and methods um, that work for others, how to overcome struggles and what resources are available. Our goal 
is entirely to make this a comprehensive picture, an asset, a resource for those who just want to know a bit more about, about how we in this part of Indiana provide resources relative to health. So that's what it's all about for us is making this close to home. I'm particularly excited about the community members' stories because I feel like those will help resonate um, with our listeners here. Uh, but I don't think that would resonate as much if we didn't have our experts behind it. It's, it's very much a matter of a lot of people have that excuse of not going to the doctors or they don't have time. This podcast to me can serve as um, kind of just insider views to things. It, it of course shouldn't be served as, as actual medical advice, but can be served as like, oh, I didn't know this, or now maybe I can go explore this avenue here. And those stories help resonate, and then the experts help give um, much needed advice or insight into the those topics yeah we know the resources are here we have some phenomenal community organizations that are relative to health but sometimes it's it's just a matter of people not realizing what's out there and we really want this to be a place where people can learn you know when it comes to some of these topics really what's out there and available um, whether it be from both state or from from the community too and then to actually go to a physical place and kind of continue with that journey if they need to well and one other um item to chime in on there is that the information is also we want it to make it available for other providers as well so if you're working in one area of health and you're seeing some challenges or looking for additional resources this podcast also might be a way where you hear about another community member or organization and then you can make some connections so we want to build those connections between providers from provider to provider for community member to provider and also just having an, a way to just learn a little bit more maybe you know diabetes isn't an area that you're too concerned about right now but maybe you have a family member or a loved one and so you would be interested in hearing a little bit more about diabetes or diabetes prevention and again all of these topics are going to be very are going to be varied throughout um, the time that we have this series so we look forward to having a variety of topics it's like our own little virtual support system. Yeah, there you <laughs> that's go. kind of what I place where you can kind of come yeah. and just have a quick little, uh, a little break from whatever you may be doing to chime in and just kind of kind of listen in. And just as a little teaser, our first uh, full content-related episode will be coming forward in February. And timely, we thought, why not focus on New Year's resolutions? I think there are many of us who are trying to start off 2023 with. A new you and a new self and we are going to be focusing our first episode all on on how to set goals and really stick to them uh, in the context of, of new year's resolution so we're really excited for our expertise and our, our community respondents uh, in that light but um i i also wanted to turn things back over to dr trainer for a moment to uh, give some thanks to some of our other supporters for the grant and the podcast absolutely thank you very much dr doll so we are very excited to get started and we really look forward to sharing our insights and our passion for community health with each of you We'd also really want to extend a thank you to several individuals. So these individuals have helped been supportive of the podcast as we have been moving forward in this new territory. So we really would like to thank Dr. Scott Rutledge with the Dean of College of Health at Ball State, with Stacey Grosh and her team at the Division of Marketing and Communications at Ball State, Dr. Matt Moore, who is the Chair of the Department of Social Work Dr. Alice Fly, who is the Chair of the Department of Nutrition and Health Sciences, and Dr. Blair Mattern, Director of Interdisciplinary Clinic, Clinical Operations here at Ball State. 
And we'd also like to thank Dr. Darren Bishop and again, Dr. Lynn Witte. They are from the Indiana University School of Medicine, Muncie, and have great partnership within the HLC as this is a collaborative effort between both institutions. So we very much thank them for their support and generosity with all of the HLC projects. So again, all of these individuals help support this podcast series to make it happen and really come from you know a thought to an actual fruition with action. So I hope everyone's excited for this podcast as we are. Um, it really is a passion project that we're hoping to put forward in East Central Indiana and the community in general because um, we just really want to get these health topics out there to everyone. Thank you, Dr. Dahl. Thank you, Dr. Trainer, for joining us today. Be sure to catch us on our very first episode that premieres February on Habits. While we make every effort to broadcast correct information, we are still learning. We double-check all of our facts but realize that health is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor or researcher may have a different way of doing things from another. We present information that is as evidence-based as possible. We welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall Ball State University, any guests or contributors to the podcast, or any associate of habits be responsible for damages arising from the use of this podcast. If you have any questions about the HLC or would like to request an appointment, log on to hlcmuncie.com and submit a request form, or email us at hlc765 at bsu.edu. You may also call 765-285-1293. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at hlcmuncie.in or Instagram at hlc underscore muncie to keep up to date with our programs, events, and resources. You can catch any of our episodes on all major podcast platforms or at habitsbyhlc.buzzsprout.com. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to catch the next episode of Habits.